Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Ellis. And this is Sydney. And we're your hosts for the Honest About Love podcast. We are back today with episode four. Last week, we left off letting you guys know that we had just gotten a relationship and we started to make um, visits to each other. At first, they were every other month, but eventually they became every month. And so this episode, we're going to be talking about the challenges that we have faced during our long distance relationship. All right, let's get into it. You know, when you first get in a relationship, things things is good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, feelings, uh, emotions are high and all that stuff. And then, you know, you start to, you know what I mean, get into the meat and potatoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we, we, we get to the potatoes now. We get to the potatoes. And so a lot of people ask us, you know, what were some of the challenges with long distance? And we definitely, we definitely had ours. But two of the biggest were distance, the distance, not being able to see each other, obviously, and then communication. Yeah. So where do we start with communication? Because that was one, that was one of the ones. Yeah. So me and Ellis, we both have different ways of communicating. So that was one thing thing that we had to learn. I had to learn how he communicated. He had to learn how I communicated mm-hmm. um, because they were completely different. And when you have different styles of communicating with your partner, you're going to bump heads if you don't understand each other. Yeah. I think yeah, I, one of the oof, one of the biggest annoyances, I used to hate this, what? she would get so mad at me for not communicating with her throughout the day. And it wasn't that I was trying to ignore you or whatnot. It's just like, I, I have bad tunnel vision. So, you know, when I'm in work mode, I'm in work mode. So I've been working all day. I work two jobs. So I, I didn't take a break. As soon as I got off one job, I went straight to door dashing. And there was one point where I was working all three jobs. Uh, I worked at a credit union. I worked as a janitor. And right after the janitor job, I door dashed. And so there were times where I wouldn't talk to you until like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And actually, that was one of the things that you that I did learn from you early mm-hmm. on was that I couldn't always have access to you. And mm-hmm. so that kind of like put me in my place a little bit um, because my job, I had a... I could sit down and it was like more, more chill a little bit where you were, you know, talking with customers and just Uh doing different things where you couldn't be on your phone until, Uh you know, lunch or you got a break. But me, you know, you can text me and I'm pretty much texting you right back. So that was one of the things that you did teach me early on that I had to like get in my head, like, no, Sid, you don't always have access to him. Uh And um, on the flip side of that, what you taught me is it really is about little things. And just because something is small to you, you can't discount it because it's big to them. It's big to the other person. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would I would be working all day because, you know, I'm in work mode. But it's like, OK, one thing you said, you was like, you know, well, you got a lunch break, don't you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you was like, OK, try try to. So we tried to sync our lunch breaks, mm, yeah. which was hard because, you know, you were an hour behind. 
Yeah. You know, so uh, we would try to, but it worked for uh, most of the time. We would sit yeah. our lunch breaks and, you know, I would talk to her on the phone or text her or something, something to communicate with her. But it was never the fact that I just didn't want to talk to you. It's just like right. I'm in work mode. Yeah. And then for me, the next step to that was, okay, I've been working all day. I can't wait to talk to my woman. When I get, I'm finally home. I want to de- de-stress and talk to my woman, watch a movie. What's she doing? Finna go to sleep. <laughs> out. It would make me so mad. But again, that, that goes. That was the other thing about our communication. Because... Yeah. That's the other thing about communication because, okay, so my my recharge or my um, de- de-stressing at the end of the day was talking to you. Yeah. Yours is sleeping. So we, we got to catch you <laughs> during the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're recharged by talking to me during the day. I'm recharged by talking to you at night. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm off work. I get to see my woman. I get to talk to my woman. I'm good. It, it helps me relax. Yeah, that was a big thing because when I get off work, I'm ready to unwind. And um, and you didn't feel like talking after work right. because you've been talking all day. To people. Yeah, I've been around people. I just, you know, kind of want that time to myself. And me, I'm not a big talk on the phone person. I mm-hmm. prefer to text and you're the opposite. Yeah. So that was another thing that um, we had to learn about each other and you have to compromise and um, what am I trying to say? You adapt. Said, yeah, adapt. That's, yeah. that's that's a better word. That's a great word, actually. Yeah, you have to adapt to, to one another so you both can be satisfied. Right. You got you to learn how to fill each other's bucket the best way you can. And so, you know, the funny thing about you is you are me. You are you are who I used to be, I'll say, because my communication style and all of that to the T was like how you were. And I, I learned how to be more of a communicator. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, you know, being with you, I definitely learned how to be more outspoken and kind of create the openness. Which brings us to another, you know what? That's another one. What? That's another one. Okay. Conflict resolution. How we resolve conflict. That's another Oh, it was it was bad in the beginning. It was bad. Like when we got mad, I think we we would go for like an entire we, week. No, nah, it wasn't that long. No, it was it was once where it was a whole week. I was remember. it? it was, yeah. It yeah. wasn't always like that, but we could go a good one to two days. Yeah. And not talk. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Or if we did talk, it was real dry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Going back to what I was saying, how you are, how I used to be, is because you are a processor. I know you're a processor. Yeah. Right. And so that's how I was. I would sit on, but I was bad. I was like to the tenth degree. So if I had a problem in a relationship, I would sit on something for it could be a month or so and i would be trying to work it out in my head and then i would just derail the other person mm-hmm. because they wouldn't have any clue of what was going on yeah so they're blindsided right you're not that but i know you're a processor so a good majority of what you know how you 
you know, go through things or, or conflict, I do kind of understand how, how you pro how you go through that process in your mind because that's how I was. But I just learned from me now. I've learned that you can solve a lot with a conversation. So even though I like the process, I like to talk about it first and then let me filter it out and process it that way. Right. So you're saying that's why we had the conflict that we did is because you wanted to talk about it right away. But whereas I have to think about it, I have to process it. And then I'm ready to talk about it. Right. But you you know, you're, you're not a big conflict person, though. No, I hate conflict. I don't. And I'm an avoider. That's not always a good thing, but. It's not. <laughs> I I rather avoid things and just hope it goes away. And that's kind of how I've always been. So when you're in a relationship and, you know, you have those certain things about yourself, that can cause a problem. Yeah, I, I don't like see this is why I, I try to head on face it. And this is this is one reason why I didn't like the fact that you were a texter. And mm -hmm. I, I try to talk to you as much as possible because you can't have no real conversation through a text. I used to hate when you do that. You send me these paragraph long text <laughs> messages. I'm not gonna read all this. I get that. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't the you know the person's tone, you know, the vocal tone. You know what I'm saying? You can't thank God for FaceTime. So, like, I wanted to see the reactions and all that type of stuff. It gave me a better feel of what you're saying because you can easily mis misread a text. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I like to just get things out head on so you can get your feelings out there. And then I take time to process. Yeah. But there's the way you think about things. There's nothing wrong with that. And the way that I think about things. There's nothing wrong with that. Like right. no one is right or wrong. It's just we have different styles of communicating. Right. And I was a big texter because I felt like I was able to get it all out. And I try to always, it doesn't always come across that way, but I tried to always, um, you know, make it as clear as I could through text just because I felt more comfortable. I felt like I could, you know, get everything out that I needed to. And it was just, it was just better for me to you know, send you a message. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I, but I'm, I'm the type, like, you got something to say to me, you need to look me in the eye and say, I need to look you in the eye and say, and I'm not saying what you, what you, you know what I'm saying, what you're saying is wrong. It's not. That's just how your style is. Yeah. I had to learn how to adapt. I like the word you used, adapt. That's better than, you know, everybody talking about compromise and all this. I don't like that word. Yeah, I learned how to adapt, you know, so I had to learn how to adapt to you. You had to learn how to adapt to me, but I feel like, I, just me personally, I just felt like there's nothing more clear than looking somebody in the eye. Mm -hmm. And w in relationships, man, like those uncomfortable conversations, because it was easy being long distance, but now, you know, we're together and all that, but that's for another episode. But anyway, if you're, you know, in your relationships, you have to face the uncomfortable places because right on the other side of that, right on the other side of, being uncomfortable um, outside of that comfort zone, that's where the real love can grow. You see what I'm saying? Nope. Yeah. And I will also, you actually, you helped me in that aspect because when we would 
start, you know, had a disagreement or whatever it was, and I would be texting you about it, you would be like, we, we're we going to talk about this on the phone. So you actually helped me to verbalize um, what I was feeling, and I was able to communicate to you face-to-face or, you know, FaceTime, but I wasn't doing it through messages as much. So one of the things I learned to do, I stopped getting angry because you wouldn't say anything up front, I would always be like, you know, well, what's up, man? Let's talk about it, blah, blah, blah. And you wouldn't mm-hmm. you wouldn't give that to me. So I, I I fell back. I learned how to let you come to me. Yeah. That's what I started doing. So I, I would just, I would chill, send you a little whatever, you know, love you, whatever. And I would let you come to me and go about my day. You know what I'm saying? That, for someone who has a hard time verbalizing that, and sometimes I still... Um, have issues with that, but that really forced me to talk, and it was it was difficult at times. Yeah, I, it, it it definitely is, but it's like I I can only let stuff linger on for so long before I'm gonna be like, okay, that's enough. And and you you know I'm like that. I I do that to this day where it, stuff may linger on, but then I may be like, okay, that's that's enough. But the thing is, I. I feel like I can be processing for longer because a lot of times you would end up coming to me because you you just needed to resolve the issue. But for me, I could like go about my day and stuff because I'm still thinking about it. And, you know, sometimes that would be hours. Yeah, because you, you avoid Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You avoid it, but yeah, yeah. I didn't really think about that. You're right. Yeah, you avoid it, so it's easy for you to yeah put stuff on the back burner like that. Where me, the reason why I like, I like getting out the way is because I'm not trying to be sitting here thinking about it all day. I still got to go to work. Like I said, there was at one point I was working three jobs. I don't want to be thinking about that through three jobs. I got enough stuff to do. Wow, you know what I'm saying? you're right. That is why I was doing that, avoiding it, but. I had thought about it and I went about my day because, you know, I'm not angry anymore. I've thought about it. I'm just waiting for us to talk again. That's crazy. Hoping it'll be like, like it yeah. like never happened. <laughs> it don't work like yeah. that, sister. Yeah. It don't work like that's that. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's probably why you like texting more. I like texting because, you know, you can respond when you want to, and you know, that gives me See. time to think. When we're talking on the phone, you've witnessed it where I'm not saying anything for like 10, 20 minutes, because I don't know what to say. I don't uh, want to say the wrong thing, or... I hate that. <laughs> I, ooh, I hate that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what, but again, July, we're talking about this, but this is real stuff though. Yeah. This is this is real relationship stuff. And, if you don't if you don't take the time to learn how to navigate it can really drive away a wedge in your relationship mm-hmm. so listen to us man take notes you have to learn how to adapt you have to get an understanding of how somebody processes or how they communicate so that way you can communicate with them better yeah All right yeah so the second thing the second biggest challenge was obviously the distance right and so we had to, this is not, 
was it a challenge? I don't, don't want to say it's a challenge, but it's like we had to learn how to be creative, though. Well, I guess you could say that's a challenge because you still had to have, we had to have date nights. We had to have some kind of way to keep the momentum going. Yeah. So, like, again, go ahead, my bad. I was just going to say, yeah, the only thing that would have been separating that would be, you know, us not physically. Oh, well, I guess, um, I guess the distance for when, like, when we'd have bad days that made it difficult, you know, we weren't able to comfort each other um, physically, you know, when someone's having a bad day. You just want to sit there and talk with them, give each other a hug. Like, we weren't able to do that. Yeah. So yeah. that's what that's what made it hard for me. Yeah, it's hard. See, but, but that, that's the thing about talking on the phone. See, because your voice accompanies presence, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. when you when you're having a good conversation with somebody, it's like it's just like they're there. You can feel them. That's why I don't really do text messages much because you can't you can't truly get to know somebody through a text message because it's like sometimes when it's on the spot, that's that's the real. You get to know the the real raw response. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So text messages, you get to sit back and cater it or whatnot. But, you know, when you when you talk on the phone, that's when you I feel like we needed that because we had to build some kind of relationship. We had to build a real bond because we weren't physically. together. Right. That's all we had. That's all we had was that telephone. And again, thank God for FaceTime. Like that is so it was that was a game changer. If we didn't have FaceTime, it might have been a lot harder. Yeah. I mean, you know, Skype and stuff. Well, you know, all the video, video chat. Yeah, yeah, video chat in yeah. general. We we kind of worked our way up to that because at first, you know, we would be talking on the phone or texting and then we got more serious. We were like, you know, let's see each other every day. I want to, you know, see what you're, you know, if anything's wrong, I could see it in your face or it just helped us to connect better. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that really, it, it's kind of, it's hard to say. But I really think being long distance helped prepare us, helped to prepare us for oh, no doubt marriage now. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, again, we had to build that bond and that strong connection that had to it had to transcend physical, mm-hmm. or else we wouldn't have made it. So, so you do think the distance was a challenge, or not so much? It was a challenge, but through the challenge it matured us faster right to be where we're at now yes because i feel like long distance relationships are just like a regular relationship just the distance part right so and you know what she means by that a couple of things that we did to help with the distance is like we said facetime so we would do facetime dates right there were times where we would pick a similar restaurant and we would go and you know i would send their money through mm-hmm. cash app and, you know what i'm saying we, we would eat a little meal on facetime right or we would do facetime movies she slept through 70 percent of them but you, <laughs> you know, don't have to say that every episode but you know I, 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 <laughs> hey, I gotta be real you know what i'm saying so we would do facetime movies we would do arts and crafts with each other 
Right. You got the movie thing real good. You would yeah. you would get it right up to the second. Oh man, y'all knew how to it boop, was boop, synced boop. right to the second. <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta time it real good because it got that echo in the phone. You gotta time it real good. So yeah. yeah, I started doing that and then you know we would take walks in the park, go to the mall. We did all kinds of stuff. So it's like basically you can do everything long distance that you can do physically. Except it's just, you know, through FaceTime or through the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that that's what we did to kind of negate the fact that we weren't physically together. Right. So it was distance and communication. And so that those are really the biggest. The major challenges. Yeah. Everything else just kind of fell into place after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we didn't have too many problems other than that. But. Um, that communication was that was a mother, <laughs> yeah. Once we, how long would you say that lasted until you know we kind of you're always some things you're always gonna keep progressing and improving, and communication is mm-hmm. usually one of the top ones. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're currently still working on communicating better. Um, but at first, how long do you think? Until we kind of got the hang of it, it. Ooh, I would say like I would say a good six months until we started to start to feel like okay, yeah, you know what, we need to go ahead and talk or whatnot. Because me, I, I'm I ain't gonna hold you. I can be petty. Yes, I can be. So like if 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 I if I get a whiff of attitude from you, I'm like okay, bet you <laughs> that one emoji, like the okay emoji. I do not like when you send that. What you talking about? This one, the okay emoji. Oh, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bet, yeah. like okay, or you know, it would be the only thing you would send, and I'd just be like, hmm, all right. But I'm like, all right, you, you get that too. All right, I'm gonna one up you because that's I don't because I'm competitive, they or I'm prideful, whatever, whatever word it is. But it's like I just okay, if you're gonna do that, I'm a boom. You ain't gonna talk to me for I ain't gonna talk to you for five. <laughs> It is what it is. And it's funny too when you be like, when you text somebody and you you just know they're gonna respond. And they one, they either don't they either don't say anything or they be just like real dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember I would like purposely not text you back for a while. I would look at my phone, sit it down, go do something. Ugh. And then I come back like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna respond on my time. It would be the worst though when yeah. I would have to go to work. Mm-hmm. When we would be at odds, I would be at work just constantly checking my phone because yeah. it, it was just heavy on my mind. Like yeah. we're not in a good place. That's another thing too. You, when you're long distance, you should work to resolve your conflict as quickly as you can. And long distance or with each other. Yeah, both. I don't listen. I don't know how you can sleep if y'all at odds for real. I can't sleep. Yo. Can yeah. you? No. I can't sleep at all. Like, look, this woman, I don't want to sit next to you. I'm angry. I don't want to sleep next to you. You know what I'm saying? That's why you, you got to come back and resolve that. I don't, I don't see how people do it because I, I can't. Them be the worst nights. Yeah, we've had a couple married nights like that. Just mm-hmm. not able to sleep. That is not a good feeling at all. But mm-hmm. definitely resolve those conflicts as soon as you can because since we were long distance like it would make me nervous like sometimes i would think man 
what if something happened and the last thing we was mad at each other? Like mm-hmm. that's a terrible feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 good. That's a good point right there. That is a horrible feeling. So I would be nervous sometimes. Like your emotions are just temporary and they're in the moment. So sometimes you have to just try to get over that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And you know, and I'll say this because and and I don't have a problem saying this. I don't feel like I'm being what? cocky. I am I'm the peacekeeper oh, in the relationship. You are. I'm just I'm just being real. You I'm are. the peacekeeper. Because and this is my message to any of you guys listening. Value peace. Okay. You have to value peace. The Bible talks about that. Value <laughs> peace. Read your word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Value peace. Do you value peace in the home or do you value being right? Mm. Right? Do, do, do you want to be right or do you want to be at peace? And so for me, if whether I'm wrong or right or whether I'm right, it's it, there needs to be peace in the relationship. Yeah. Because you can't function, you can't grow. Nothing good comes from a dysfunctional atmosphere. Right. So you, you just gotta try and, and it's hard because we, we got our emotions and like I said, I can be petty. But even with that, I'm quick to be like, okay, that we need to this needs to go. Yeah. That's enough. So that's my message, man. For real, value peace in your relationship. Whatever you're mad at, it ain't worth it. Okay. It's not. You gotta let it go and move on. Right? Yep, I agree. I agree. Definitely. So I mean, th- those were really the biggest things in the long distance portion. We we didn't really have much because we were already friends. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we had stuff we had to work on, but. Those were the biggest things for us. Other than that, man, we were we were pretty straight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that pretty much sums up uh, the challenges that we had. So I mean, we we're pretty good after that. And so I mean, we just went, we just want to thank you guys for being here. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Yep, we'll see you next week. All right.